0: Hallelujah. Hebrews 6 and verse 10. This is a rhema word. Hallelujah. Beginning at verse 10, it says, For God is not unrighteous to forget your work and your labor. Say, My work and my labor, God doesn't forget for God is not unrighteous to forget your work and labor of love, which you have showed towards his name. Meaning if you've done anything for God in his name, he's not going to forget that. In that you have ministered to the saints and do minister. And we desire that every one of you do show the same diligence to the full assurance of hope unto the end. Say, say neighbor. You got a hope unto the end. That you be not slowful, but followers of them who through faith, now get this, through faith and patience. Say faith Faith, and patience patience. faith Faith and patience patience. inherit the promises. Say it takes faith Faith, faith, and patience patience to inherit God's promises. For God was God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no greater he swore by himself, saying, Surely, blessing, I will bless thee, and multiplying, I will multiply thee. And so, after Abraham had patiently endured, he obtained the promise. After he had what? Patiently endured, he obtained the promise. Folks, today, the message is entitled, How You Endure Hardness Does Matter. Look at your neighbor say, David. smile Smile. how you endure endure. hardness Hardness does matter matter. Hallelujah. hallelujah now let's be clear to endure means uh to carry on despite the hardship to carry on how long despite the hardship to continue in existence to last to suffer patiently without yielding say say patiently without yielding Oh my goodness. And no matter who you are, in this life you will have trials and you will have tribulations that require that you endure to the end to reap a victory of some kind. Here in our opening text, we tap into one of the keys to enduring hardness. It's called having and maintaining a patient mindset and behavior. Breathe easy. Say name, breathe easy. Say, neighbor, breathe easy. You need a patient mindset and behavior. Hallelujah. Now, go, let's take me, let me take you to Romans 5 and build a case. Romans, Romans 5 and verse 3. Oh, this is so good. Romans 5 and verse 3. It says, and not only so, but we glory in tribulations also, knowing that tribulations work with patience, oh God, and patience, experience, and experience hope, and hope maketh not ashamed, because the love of God is shed abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost, which is given unto us. So tell your neighbor, you're not alone, you're not alone. in this life journey. You're not alone in this life journey. I said, you're not alone in this life journey. We all have to learn to endure hardness in order to obtain the promises that are already yes and amen. And remember, learning is a continual process of bends and turns and ups and downs of bends and turns and ups and downs. That sounds good, bends and turns and ups and downs. Life is a continual process, but the key is to not give place no matter how badly you think, no badly how you feel, because our God does the impossible and the miraculous each and every day. We flow willingly and obediently together with him. Now, let me give you another example. Let's go to Ruth chapter 1. This is so precious. Ruth chapter 1 and verse 1. You know the story. Ruth chapter 1. Now, this, this, this revelation is so important because we all live in times and seasons when we need to know why we're going through, why we're going through. Ruth 1 and verse 1. Now, it came to pass in the days when the judges ruled. That there was a famine in the land, and a certain man of Bethlehem, Judah, went to sojourn in the country of Moab, he and his wife and his two sons. Now, give me eye contact. Here you have a man who is the father, who is a husband, and he's going through a famine season, but he's not thinking right because he's taking his family to a place that they don't belong. He's taken them away from safety because he doesn't understand that God's going to deliver them in the famine. So here we go. He's got his wife and he's got his two sons. And the name of the man was Elimelech and the name of his wife, Naomi, and the name of the two sons, Malon and Chilion, Ephratites of Bethlehem, Judah. And they came into the country of Moab and continued there. They're in a country, they ain't got no business there. Have you ever been where you ain't had no business, been there? <laughs> you, you know, you, I know you're holy, but have you ever been somewhere where you ain't got no business, being there? And Elimelech, Naomi's husband, died. He, wait a minute. The woman's husband dies in Moab where they don't belong. And she was left and her two sons. So now her husband's gone. And now she's responsible for two sons. And they, the two sons, took them wives of the women of Moab. They married women that they shouldn't have married. Okay, I won't go to They They married women that did not believe in their God. They married them. Got it? Hmm. And they took them wives of the women of Moab. The name of one was Oprah, and the uh the name of the other was Ruth. And they dwelt there about 10 years. Wait a minute. 10 years in the wrong country? 10 years in the wrong country? And they, God was with them. God was for them, but they were in the wrong country. And Malon and Chilion died also, both of them. And the woman was left of her two sons and her husband. Now, I want you to get this real, real, get this. I know you've heard it, but you got to get this. Here's a woman that has lost her husband and lost her two sons, and she's in a country that she don't belong, and the blessing ain't there. All right, here we go. Here we have a woman named Naomi having to endure the hardness of the loss of her husband and the loss of her two sons. Got it? But note what she did, oh my God. Psalm 62, 1 and 2 says this, hear my cry, O God, to my prayer. From the end of the earth will I cry unto thee. With my heart is overwhelmed, lead me to the rock that's higher than I. Now in Ruth 1 and verse 6, watch what happens. Here's what Naomi begins to do. Then she arose with her daughter-in-law that she might return from the country of Moab. And she had heard in the country of Moab how that the Lord had visited his people in giving them bread. Wherefore, she went forth out of the place where she was and her two daughter-in-laws with her. And they went on their way to return unto the land of Judah. That's where they should have belonged. Her husband should have stayed in Judah even though it was a famine. Sometimes you got to stay in that place where it don't seem like things ain't working right. If God don't tell you to move, it ain't tell him to move. Wherefore, she went forth out of the place where her daughter, where she was, and her two daughter in laws with her, and they went on their way to return to the land of Judah. Now, note the key faith action step she took as she pressed past the grief and the sorrow. She went forward, she went forward, she went forward toward the Lord. That should always be a daily part. Of learning to endure hardness, reaching again and again and again for the hand of the Lord. Oh my God. Now look, Ruth chapter one, verse eight. And Naomi said unto her, Two daughter-in-laws, in-laws, All right, go, return to each of her mother's house. The Lord dearly deal kindly with you, as you have dealt with the dead and with me she's she's releasing them the Lord grant you that you may find rest each of you in the house of her husband then she kissed them and they lifted up their voice and wept now I don't know if you've ever been around people grieving they they can cry and cry and cry but there's a time when them tears dry up and something has to be done here the next hardness that Naomi had to face and overcome was the release of her daughter in laws Got it? Ruth 114. Watch what happens. You know what happens. And they lifted up their voice and wept again. And Opa, Opa kissed her mother-in-law, but Ruth, but Ruth clave to her. And she said, Behold, thy sister-in-law is gone back to her people, and unto her gods, and unto her gods, and unto her gods. Return thou after thy sister-in-law. And Ruth said, hey, entreat me not to leave thee or to return from following after thee. For whither thou goest, I will go. And whether thou lodgest, I will lodge. Thy people shall be my people, thy God my God. So one daughter-in-law chose to not go with her mother-in-law after being with her for years. How long? 10 years, 10 years. All of a sudden she said, no, I ain't going with you. What was that feeling like? Folks, that was a hardness that was being endured. But one daughter-in-law named Ruth chose to follow after Naomi. And together, say together, they endured the hardness of that season of loss. Because Ruth had lost her husband and Naomi had lost her husband and her two sons. Got it? Enduring hardness. But now, because they chose to go back to God, Ruth chapter 4, verse 13. You know what happened. There was a man by the name of Boaz. Boaz. And uh, he, he wasn't broke. He, he was blessed and he was rich and all of that. And he saw somebody by the name of Ruth he 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 saw Ruth say say neighbor Neighbor. all you need to do is be seen at the right time at the right place hallelujah Hallelujah. Hallelujah. and um he stepped up and said all right don't touch it don't bother so Boaz took Ruth and she became his wife hallelujah and when he went into her the Lord gave her conception and she bare a son. And the woman said unto Naomi, Blessed be the Lord, which hath not left thee this day without a kinsman, that his name may be famous in Israel. Oh my God. He is a God doing exceeding abundant above all that she could ask or think. And he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life. Do you know sometimes I'm telling you, God, God can restore you in some supernatural ways supernatural ways. They didn't, they didn't know that God was going to, but God, they went back to where they belonged and they got restored. He shall, restore, he shall be unto thee a restorer of thy life and a nourisher of thine old age. For thy daughter-in-law, which loved thee, which is better to thee than seven sons, oh my God, had born him. And Naomi took the child, here you go, and laid it upon her bosom. What was that like? and became nurse unto it. And the woman, uh, her neighbors gave it a name saying, there is a son born to Naomi and they called his name Obad. And Obad is the father of Jesse, the father of David. Oh my God. Folks, here we tap into the awesome manifestation of God in the lives of Naomi and Ruth that endured hardness by allowing almighty God to carry them forward and upward his way say sometimes when you are enduring you don't have a clue but God's working in behind the scene and in front of the scene just hold fast to the profession of your faith without wavering well what do you mean with God all things are possible say, say with God all things are possible say with God yokes are easy and burdens are light now tell your neighbor the same god that helped naomi that helped Ruth, is available to help us too hallelujah and in 2018 and beyond the 26 years there are blessings awaiting each of us no matter how we think or feel say god i'm ready i receive the blessings hallelujah Oh, my God. Why? Because the promises of God are yes and amen. Say yes. And so be it. Say Yes. And so be it. Say God. Yes. And so be it. Hallelujah. Let me give you another example. Let's go to Numbers chapter 13. Numbers 13. This is so good. Oh, my God. Numbers 13 and verse 30. Let's, let's give you another example with Caleb. Now, you know the story. Caleb was sent to spy out the land. He came back and said, you know, we're ready to go up here. And Caleb stilled the people before Moses and said, let us go up at once and possess it, for we are well able to overcome it. But the men that went with, up with him said, we be not able to go up against the people for they are stronger than we. And they brought up an evil report of the land which they had searched unto the children of Israel, saying, The land through which we have gone to search it is a land that eateth up the inhabitants thereof. And all the people that we saw in it are of great stature. And there we saw the giants. There we saw the sons of Anak, which come of the giants. And we were in our own sight, As grasshoppers say neighbor when you're enduring hardness you can't be in your own sight a grasshopper and so we were in their sight you can't believe that others see you as grasshoppers folks here we have another example of a person enduring hardness and learning to race of life is not given to the swift but to them that endure to the end What did it mean to the swift? Okay, Caleb was ready to go up, but he was hanging with the wrong people. And because he was hanging with the wrong people, he had to endure hardness for years. Some of us run with the wrong people, and that's why you're enduring hardness for years. Say, neighbor, some folk you got to cut loose because they don't want to go up. They ain't going to take you up. They're going to take you down and holler. Oh my goodness Deuteronomy 130 watch what happens Deuteronomy 130 the Lord your God which goeth before you he shall fight for you according to all that he did for you in Egypt before your eyes here we go and in the wilderness where thou hast seen how the Lord thy God bare thee as a man doth bear his son in all the way they went until you came into this place yet in this thing you did not believe the Lord your God who went in the way before you to search out a place to pitch your tents in fire by night to show you by what way you should go and in a cloud by day and the Lord heard the voice of your words and was wroth. say neighbor sometimes you need to shut up. When you're enduring hardness, you need to shut up sometimes. Don't let the, the trouble keep coming out of your mouth. The Lord heard the voice of your words and was wroth and swear, saying, Surely there shall not be one of these evil men, this evil generation, see the good land, which I swear to give unto thy fathers. Now, I don't know about you. I, I, a lot of my homies are dead. Boys, I used to run with. They they're dead, they gone. They gone, they gone, they gone, they gone. I'm still alive. By the grace of God, I'm still alive. Say, neighbor, you still alive. Stay alive. Surely they shall not be one of these evil men of this evil generation. See the good land, which I swear to give unto your fathers. Save Caleb, the son of Jephunneh. He shall see it. And to him will I give the land that he hath trodden upon for years and to his children because he wholly followed the Lord. Now, now, now I'm not saying this is easy, but there's going to be times when you're going to have to disconnect from folks because they ain't following the Lord. Because if you keep following them, it's going to be hell on earth the whole time. You'll be cussing and swearing and fussing and arguing and can't figure out why because you know that God put his hand on you and he, he said, now look, you belong to me. Now you got to choose you this day who you will serve. You're going to serve the devil you're going to serve me? Say, God, I'm going to serve you. I choose to serve you whether I feel like it or not because you've got me blessed. I'm still alive. Hallelujah. Folks, here we go. As I begin to close, note the master key of enduring hardness, is learning to wholly follow the Lord no matter what the test or trial may be. Because if God be for us, who can be against us? Why? Because his love for us never fails to help each of us in times and seasons of life and to come through to total victory his way. Folks, remember to remember there that here at Eagle Summit, God gave us a vision an assignment to help restore the lives of those who need to be restored. Say, I'm a restorer. I am a restorer of lives of those who need to be restored. And over these 26 years, we've been learning to restore that restoration is a process of enduring hardness, get this, until the life changes manifest for real In people we are assigned to help bring to restoration I had to learn everybody ain't ready to be restored shout hallelujah everybody that I connect with ain't ready to be restored it ain't at the time and to be connected with I'm gonna have to endure the hardness until they change say God I need your help there here at Eagle Summit God's grace and God's mercy and God's peace and God's love have been multiplied. So over time and season, people can rightly change and have a consistently willing and obedient relationship with God. Here at Eagle Summit, we trust the Holy Spirit to help us flow in the supernatural. So signs, wonders, and miracles help produce faith believers instead of faith unbelievers. Say, I'm a faith believer, not a faith unbeliever. Hallelujah. And as we each press into 2019, with the help of the Holy Spirit, we shall have more and more people being restored to bring restoration to others in our daily life too. What we each learn to endure can help others have hope in God so that they too can soar in their life purpose as they serve in God's love. So in other words, uh, don't be so holy that you don't share somebody Tell somebody what you've been through. Because you don't want nobody to know that you've been through. Because sometimes what you went through is what God's going to use to help somebody else go through. Say, say, God, God I'm available. God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To give my testimony. Not my test of lie. My t- I said, not my test of lie. My testimony. my testimony. So that somebody else can know that there's no condemnation with you. There's love that never fails and there's grace that keeps on abounding and it never fails. Hallelujah. Now, let's pray. Say, Father God, in the mighty name of Jesus, we thank you for this reminder of Equal Summit's vision and assignment to be restorers of people's lives. Thank you for reminding us that to as many as receive, can we give. Thank you for reminding us that we connect with people in their times and seasons of either receiving or rejecting. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for helping us to adjust, adjust without condemnation blocking the life changes People must eventually learn to take, to prosper, and be blessed to be a blessing. Father God, we make ourselves available, available each and every day to help restore others with your abounding grace, your abounding love, in Jesus' name. Say yes. Yes. How? We endure hardness, does matter, in Jesus' name. Shout hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, put your hands together for the Lord. (laughs) Hallelujah. Oh my God. See, in everything you give thanks, even when you're going through hard times, and guess what? Hard times doesn't mean God's not there. It means he's just working all things together for your good. Hallelujah. Say the joy of the Lord is my strength hallelujah for those of you that have been viewing we want you to know that god loves you and god will help you he will help you even when it feels like he's not helping you god is working all things together for your good we call you blessed and highly favored and eagle summit is a place that god will have help you restore to be restored to bring others into the kingdom until we meet again be blessed forever and ever in jesus name we love you and god loves you more come on put your hands together for the lord Hallelujah.